Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that is intended to help you think about your business, to reflect on where you've been, where you are, and potentially where you're heading. Today's topic really falls very nicely into that theme, and we're going to be talking about transitions and passages, as well as exit strategies in business. I think it's relatively normal as a growing human being to want to have change, to want to have adjustment, to want to have passages. As you reflect back of getting into this business, you may have had a real passion for the sticks and bricks, a passion for design, a passion for getting out and helping homeowners. As you've seen sort of the business or your team evolve, what you care about is also tweaking, adjusting. It's adding some different color to it. As you reflect, though, moving forward, those passages are not going to stop. Even though that you feel very, very good about what you're doing now, at some point, whether it's a year from now, three years from now, or five years from now, you're going to wake up and say, what do I want to do next? I certainly experienced this in my own career many, many years ago, coming out of an architectural background in education, my initial passion was design. All I really cared about was having an opportunity to design something. I didn't really care about the client. I didn't really care much about business. But what I cared about was having the opportunity to express my creativity through design. Over time, I realized that the designs were creating a lot of joy in people's lives, and therefore, much of my passion was shifted to, in fact, that importance of the client and that client experience. Over time, I wanted to be able to touch many, many more people, and therefore, the only way to do that is to grow a team to be able to do that. I also became intrigued with growth of a business. And fortunately, I was in a situation where myself and my partner, we were able to grow a business into a very, very large organization. At times, you get to a place where you say, okay, what is the next step? The next step certainly for me was passing the baton and moving into more of a leadership position to be able to focus more on long-term interests and strategies in the industry. When I stepped down as co-chairman of my company in 2012, there was another passage, and that passage was to get out and be able to touch a lot more people through writing, podcasts, and speaking. I share that story not because it's that special or unique. I share it because I think it should hit a chord for many of you. And that is, we all go through these passages. These passages are natural. The question, though, that I would challenge you, is your passage planned or not? Do you have control over the transitions or not? I think for many remodeling 
businesses and people in roles in remodeling business, the business becomes a little bit of a ball and chain if you're not careful. One common question I ask audiences all the time, how many of you would like to have a next step, would like to have an exit strategy in your business? 95% of the hands in the audience go up. My follow-up question is, how many of you actually have an exit strategy or plan in place? Generally speaking, less than 5% of their hands go up. So clearly there's a yearning or there's an interest for that next step. However, most people don't have either a plan or in fact know how to be able to do this. Now, over time, I've really realized that there's many different motivations that remodeling business owners have. So I'm not here to judge what your motivation in business should be, but I am here to say you should understand and recognize what that motivation is. Is that motivation more of an investment or financial motivation? Is it more of an entrepreneurial motivation in terms of innovation and ideas? Is it more of an, a motivation that's wrapped around a cause or the business itself having a life of its own? Or another motivation is, in fact, your legacy. Your legacy could be because of your family or because of the team that you value and you care very dramatically about. About two-thirds of the remodeling businesses in the United States, I believe, are family businesses or have deep-rooted family connections within the business. So I think thinking about how you go about making those transitions are really important. So fundamentally, if you really think about this at a very simplistic level, you have really three basic choices when it comes to exit strategies or transitions. One is you can sell the business. Two is you can close the business. If you really think about it, there's not a lot of assets and you could in fact just close the business. And number three, you would transfer the business or you would create a plan to exit and transfer this ownership and business in a, in a more uh, comfortable kind of ma uh, manner. Now, as you go back and look at these, I find that most remodeling businesses, if I ask them, would you like at some point to sell the business, they would say yes. However, in the United States, I can actually count on my two hands, the number of businesses that I believe have successfully been sold. And in many cases, all they've done is transfer assets or sold the real estate involved in the business. They haven't really sold the business. They've sort of closed it down and then sold the real estate. So as you think about the selling of your business, generally speaking, is a big challenge when it comes to most remodeling businesses. Most remodeling businesses are dependent on the owner or on the key staff. So if you really think about it, what is in fact someone buying? Most remodeling businesses are in fact uh, based around a homeowner and a client base that oftentimes is a very well-defined client base. Again, what are you really buying at that point? So the notion of selling businesses like you would sell a laundromat or a restaurant or sell other kinds of businesses is really not as easy as you think. 
A very, very small percentage of them do it successfully. Obviously, number two is always an option, and that is you could just close the business. What I would encourage, if in fact you want to do it successfully, you still need a plan to be able to transition out and close it. The third, I think, is where I think the magic comes in, and that is the whole transition, passage, and the transfer of the business ownership. Now, this can come in many, many ways, but I do think there are some key tips as you think about this transition and transfer. Whether it's transferring the business to bringing in a partner, transferring it to family members, whether it's transferring it to other key team members over time, or whether it's just transitioning your own time in terms of involvement, there are a few key tips, I think, that you need to think about moving forward. The first is spend some time looking in the mirror, really understanding what you are yearning for. All owners are not equal. You're different from each other's. What is it that you're yearning for? Do you want to kind of keep your finger in the business, but just back off? Do you want to be focused on a particular aspect of the business, i.e. the sales or design or maybe just production? What is it that you're yearning for? Do you want to cut the cord and go sit on the beach and clip you coupons? If you're not clear what you're yearning for, then it's going to be very hard to come up with an exit strategy or a plan that's going to be effective. The second tip, I would say, is start early. One of the big mistakes that I find in coaching different business leaders and businesses is they come up with this notion of we want to think in terms of exit strategy, but they, uh, my first question is when would you like to be able to accomplish this? And oftentimes it's in the next one, two, or three years. If you want to really be thinking about a successful transition, that transition should in fact start five to ten years before you actually want to make the fundamental changes. So in that process, it doesn't mean to put elaborate plan. It means beginning having some discussions about the vision, what this might look like. Then if it is in fact a transfer kind of arrangement, you might want to start thinking about and planting some seeds and making sure that you're retaining and bringing on people that are possible candidates for this, whether they're family members or not. And then the number three step, I think, in the process is actually focus on a plan, focus on the actual moves, but most importantly, make sure that you're investing in the assets the individual leaders that potentially would be trans transitioning and moving forward. This takes a very active plan to be able to do that. Tip number three is don't be delusional. I don't mean to be offensive with this, but most business owners, they go immediately to a business broker and they think, what's the value of my business? And the business broker might take uh, your, your assets, they might take the income, they might take the profitability and put simple multiples on it. So all of a sudden, they come up with the value of the business. I, my fundamental question is to them, that's terrific, but who's going to pay that? Don't be delusional. 
It is not an easy business just to go out and sell. So what you need to do is start to think about the value of the business and start to position the numbers and the financials in such a way, whether you're selling it or whether you're transferring to someone else, to create some alignment in terms of the basic evaluation of what the business is about. Number four tip is plan. It's important to plan. This takes time. Plan it out in writing. A good solid business plan, but exit strategy and transition plan definitely takes plan takes planning. And you have to have the fundamental business in pretty good shape if you ever want to get to that place. And the number five tip, and oftentimes on my podcasts, I really don't push and encourage this, but I really do believe very strongly that if you want to have a successful business transition plan, you're going to need help. Find someone that you can retain as a coach, a friend, or advisor in this process. Because one of the things that I see is there's a tremendous amount of misconceptions about the value, misconceptions about the steps, misconceptions about how to even think this process through. So by simply retaining someone to be able to take you through sort of this maze, no different than clients retain you to take you through the remodeling process, you're going to be the most successful. So in closing, we all are going to go through passages, whether we choose to or not. What I would really encourage is start to think and use those longer-term muscles and focus on what this plan might look like, but don't wait. Don't wait. You need to start moving forward on this process in a very methodical and, 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 and complete way. So I encourage everybody to look at this podcast that I'm talking about today in a very positive way. This is not a scary thing to think about transitions, but if you actually think about who is it that could step into your role, who is it that could fire you, it actually is an opportunity to create some, get some of the monkey off your back and really take you to the next level. So take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.